0: and get these my dad. Okay. They don't want to get a nasty tweet from Donald Trump. I wish he'd stay off Twitter. I don't care. I don't care either. Well, either way.
1: Why are you here? You're supposed to be asleep.
2: I am
3: here determined to stop
0: Oh, what's the problem? (laughs) You got the gist, so shut up. I give you America itself.
3: This is Ed
1: McMahon. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty.
3: Live
2: from Studio C, say senor. A dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And you know what?
1: Today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Rudderless ship. Really? No general manager, no leadership. Careening from goal to goal, strategy to strategy. The backbiting, questioning has begun.
2: Dissension creeping in. I'm telling you what, America has got, for, for for the sake of historians, we've got to nail down whether it was S-Hole or
1: S-House, huh? Was it S-Hole or S-House? And what about this discussion, which I heard earlier today? What if he'd said Hell-Hole instead of S-Hole? In terms of the political fallout and the subtleties of difference? That place is a spithole. That place is a hell-Hole. Would Hell-Hole have mattered as much as Spithole? Um hellhole seems to be a grade or so below the awfulness of an asshole. Mm. Doesn't it? Hellhole seems to me to have an element of sympathy to it. It's like, wow, that place is a hellhole. And you know, the people who live there, God dang it, that must be rough. Mm. That place is an asshole. It <laughs> seems entirely derisive. Hellhole, one of the great spinal tap songs, of yeah. course. Well, you know where you stand in a hellhole. <laughs> yeah. Folks lend a hand in a
3: hellhole. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: let's all uh introduce together the squad we'll start over there with our board operator michelangelo pressing buttons flipping toggles playing cranberries music this morning how are you this morning michelangelo
0: uh, i'm doing pretty good after uh my trip to vegas i'm thinking where should i go next and i think i know where i'm gonna do is uh for my next trip you know then during the summertime or whatever i'm gonna go to the california oregon border and find a place where I can put one foot over, you know, in California, one mm. foot in Oregon, and That's just stand stuff. there. Wow. And, you know, for how couple, long,
2: do you reckon? A couple days?
0: I don't I don't know. Maybe an hour or so. But <laughs> <laughs> where, uh, I'll lend you a State of Jefferson sweatshirt or something. Stand more. there for an hour or so. Yeah, and call fight the good. power. So I'm going to start saving. So, wow. So can, it's you know, exciting.
1: <laughs> and not the least bit weird and off-putting. Yeah.
0: I remember when I was a kid, <clears>
1: there was
2: somebody I knew who had gone to the Four Corners and done that, and I thought that was just so freaking awesome. Yeah. When I grow up, I'm definitely going to do that. And I grow up and I think, you know, it's just, I don't know. That's the that spot
1: where Kansas meets Missouri, Alabama, Maine, and in Alabama. Alaska. Yeah, and Alaska. All together. What's cool is you have <laughs> in Nevada.
0: two hands and two feet, so it works out perfect. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah if you can achieve the, uh, the bear position. Right. Right. There is a Positive Sean, whose smile lights
3: up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. I am fresh off a screening. It was actually just I bought a regular ticket <laughs> of the movie The Post. I like it when you make it sound like you saw Alone
2: in a Theater. Yeah, they rolled of out your, the carpet. Yeah. Because <laughs> of your role in the media. Roped off row of seats where I sat <laughs> exactly. so
3: I could show up late. Exactly. The uh, saw, saw The Post and what was uh, initially, I figured, was just so blatant and just so try-hard for, for just Oscar bait with your Steven Spielberg your Tom Hanks, your Meryl Streep's, all of them just kind of combining for their first time on a big thing about the importance of press in this yeah, modern plus, day. So just,
2: plus, you throw in a dose of resistance to Trump. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The yeah.
1: resistance. Are you in the resistance?
3: I'm in the resistance. Uh, really good movie. Not a threat to win many awards, I don't think. Oh, I, really? Yeah, I think it'll get nominated just almost as a nod. Not enough emoting? Was that the problem? <laughs> I, As I often do with, with entertainment and creative endeavors, I don't necessarily rate them against the field at large. I rate them against kind of their own past performances, and this is nowhere close to Tom Hanks' best, Meryl Streep's best. This mm. is not Steven Spielberg. Like, it's a very good movie. How about as a historical vehicle since I uh, have read a lot about this case? Um, you would probably be better suited to point out the inaccuracies or where they kind of shortcut mm. some of the storytellings. Sure. I'm sure you got the gist of it. Yeah, but for the most part it's it seemed much too clean of a story to be as how it actually played out in history. Um, but it did focus much more on the ownership side of the paper and the decision whether or not to print the Pentagon Papers. As, an important
2: moment in the history of uh, free speech, and that sort of Satan. stuff. Satan. yeah. Well, maybe They're we'll talk. In. Maybe we'll talk about that in the future for people who don't know it. The Pentagon Papers and whatnot. There's Marshall Phillips who lived through that era. How are you this morning, Marshall?
0: I did indeed. Boy, I got to tell you, homeowners associations, HOAs, you gotta love them. Had to park in guest parking last night where I live because the motor to open and close my garage door has burned out. So, excuse me, so this morning I go out to the car to guest parking to go to work and there is a warning notice on my car. Guest parking is for guests only. So now I have to put a note on my front window explaining why I'm in guest parking with my address and phone number on it (laughs) so the association doesn't take Further action.
2: Is the guest parking full up a lot in the middle of the night? There's nobody there. Well, right. Exactly. Nobody there. Who who freaking cares? Well, let it go unless there's a car there for a month. How
3: about two days?
2: (laughs) Right. Uh, (laughs) Gee, that's
3: unbelievable. Um, Yes, I have a question. Now, what happened to the feats of strength where you you lift from the legs and you hoist up said mechanical door and then you are able to access your garage? I'm just worried that this does not look good for the 10 push-ups in a row.
0: I, I and realized... what's that
3: thing made out of? Steel? And, like your Fort Knox or something? And
0: when I got home, I did attempt to do the uh, forceful push-up, you know, lift up the garage door. It is stuck. And mm. I almost herniated myself <laughs> again. Now, do you know how to
1: disconnect it from the... Uh the thing that yep. travels around the track, uh, okay, yeah, yep, right. yep.
0: no, it is stuck.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder if it's. Uh, this is uh, probably way too in the weeds. We don't do a home uh, repair show, but, but you, know, we if you should. If you got the tracks all grimed up and it's very difficult for it to move back and forth, that would burn out the motor. Yeah. It would cause the motor to burn out if it's that hard to move. You need to
0: it, get her serviced periodically. It, it, I, it should
2: move more smoothly. I than think
0: that. they all are grimed up, and I've got a team of overhead the garage door specialists <laughs> awesome. coming out to the house tomorrow. <laughs> but God, you'd think you
2: could since the spo- spots are just open anyway how yeah. about let you park your car there one night what the hell is wrong with people I, pe- pe- what i'm mostly annoyed yeah. by with that stuff is people who have nothing better to do than to worry about that stuff that is so what an insane way to live your life are you just spend all day looking out the window there's a bunch of empty spaces out there's a car there i don't think that's a guest we cannot have that. Right. What are you
0: doing with your life? Well, if that you don't is your focus. It in the bud,
1: Jack, <laughs> it gets completely out of control. And before you know it,
0: you get cars in those spaces. Oh, yeah. A couple years ago, there were a lot of cars in those guest parking <laughs> oh, yeah. spaces. And that's when they put out the edict. So it's known
1: your- as the great parking incident of yeah. 2011. <laughs> live
0: your life however
2: you want. But I'm telling you, you get one trip around. I wouldn't spend a lot of time on that. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. On this Tuesday, January 16th, setting things straight in 21-8, we are
1: Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Uh, by the way, I'm a Buddhist. This is my fourth trip around. I don't appreciate the impression. Uh-huh. All right, let's begin the show officially now, according to FCC rules and regulations at Mark. On this day in 2009, Captain Sully Sullenberger landed a disabled
2: U.S. Airways plant safely on the Hudson River here in New York. Or, as it was reported in the Goose Gazette, the 8th anniversary of the brutal murder of Steve. (laughs) (laughs) The Goose Gazette? (laughs) That was an alternate take. That was a twist, is what that Uh, was. (laughs) What are, uh, okay... I don't even want to
0: transition into this story, but what are our other headlines,
2: Marshall? We've well, got a
0: modern-day house of horrors in Southern California. We're going to be getting into this story. Trump Twitter shaming again this morning, and the Apple App Store set to eclipse Hollywood in terms of revenue. Wow! wow. Stories coming up six thirty-five. Armstrong and Getty. So now the
1: box office that we all still hear about yes. every week is a third behind video games and apps. Correct. Amazing. So, do
2: we know what the Cranberries
1: lead singer died of yet? She was 46. Nuh uh. She had some pretty serious mental health issues. So, you know, it could be the old self assisted exit, but it's not known. Gotcha. How's mailbag look? Oh, it's fine. It's more cheery than that, those two stories. Huh? I'm trying to bring people up, lift them up. So, apps bring in more than the motion
2: picture industry. Yes. The global
0: It's not shocking, shocking really. really. That
2: is something. Yeah. Um, yeah, we got a lot of stuff to talk about today, uh, including how Afghanistan has fallen apart. We've spent a trillion dollars, and it's worse now than it was 16 years ago. So we're making progress. Stay with us. It's all coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: Armstrong and Getty. The
1: Voice of the West.
0: To Hawaii
2: and 24-hour fitness among businesses that were turning people away during the 38 minute panic Whoa. for some reason wait a minute as people were running to these big buildings thinking'd be safer and, and uh, the shops were saying get out of here so uh I'll tell you more about that coming up
1: mm-hmm. it's not what you're hoping for in a crisis uh no no and uh, well uh, a non-crisis uh, yeah fake crisis sort mm-hmm. of real crisis at the time. Well, sure. Uh, We also have a very special uh, edition of uh, the Bag of Mail planned in reaction to the Shelby Steele article from the Wall Street Journal that we shared yesterday. Uh, Reaction to it, pro-con observations in the wake of Martin Luther King Jr.'s uh, day yesterday. We talked about that a lot. Yeah, we came to work yesterday. You didn't? Nice. Nice job. Way to slack. Mailbag. KFC has some new
2: gravy cocktails out. I can't wait to talk about them. Do them all. Come on. Huh? Gravy cocktails. I
1: really like after a cocktail to have that kind of fatty, thick feeling in my mouth. I just ate some cold bacon. Mm. Uh, Let's see. Here's a note from um, GP. Bet there's going to be a lot of kids nine months uh, from now by absolute (laughs) strangers. Who's your daddy? Here's a flash in the pan. Hawaii going out with a bang. It's a series of sentence fragments strung together. You ought to really look into a punctuation, my friend, but I get the point. Why not? I actually spoke with my brother who lives in Hawaii about what they did. Uh, He's rather highly placed in the military. The long and short of it was, uh, wait a minute, that's not happening. None of his warning systems were going off and he would know. Right. So he thought, wow, that's weird. Got to be a mistake. They're on the North Shore watching the surf and the whales. And uh, just kept watching the surf and the whales. Well, North Shore of Oahu. It's fine if you have, you're have tied in the way he is. Right. But, uh, if you're not. Very different. Yeah. End up fornicating with a stranger, producing a missile baby. I don't believe that. Oh, happened all the time. It's like crazy. Very, uh, very human in Hawaii. Very sexy. <laughs> Moving along. Uh, here's a nice note from Mark. Uh, generally i find your show interesting informative generally interesting and informative and i listen regularly Thank but you, not this time i have a few suggestions that would improve your broadcast i'm i'm i am i am all for improving the broadcast uh, jack grab a pen i'd like you to jot down some of these notes i beg you please stop that annoying juvenile moronic background music used when reading mailbag michael could you uh, regale us with that music again briefly that's the that's the stuff right it there. It is both moronic and juvenile. Yes. Yes. And annoying. Depending on how loud it is. And, you know, since, like, the entire radio industry went from analog equipment that works perfectly to software-based crap that hardly works at all, uh, sometimes the levels are wrong and, and nobody knows it for reasons that are deep inside the computer. So, turn it off! Turn it off! Let's see. How that <laughs> Why do you find this necessary, he wants. I want to hear the mailbag, but that music makes it unlistenable. Mm. Uh, Also, whomever does all the yelling, emotion is not your friend. It is a feminine tool and not fitting for an intellectual male. You sound weak. That's interesting. Emotion is a feminine tool. Right? It's not fitting for an intellectual male. Hmm. I like you guys. Usually listen, learn some stuff. You have interesting guests. If you must use background music, use some class. Let me suggest some quips from Beethoven's string quartets. Some. I actually enjoy Beethoven's string quartets very much, sir. On the other
3: hand, I'm not quite the Beethoven-loving sexist you appear to be. That sounds like one of those phrases from, like, those 1930s housewife guides, right? Yeah, a exactly. woman enjoys yeah. a fine-cooked meal for her man. Emotion yeah. is not your friend, gentlemen. It is
1: fevi- a feminine tool and not fitting for an intellectual male. Make sure you have his evening paper ready when he walks through the door. He's had a rough day. And have a ribbon in your hair. That's the favorite one at my house. Delaney is constantly criticizing my wife for not having a ribbon in her hair for me. Oh, duh, duh. Um, Okay, moving along. Uh, I found this interesting. David uh, just dropped us this note. Friend in Novato, California. It's in the Bay Area for folks who are uh, not familiar. Uh, San Francisco Bay Area. Uh, He just paid his property tax. $15,000 Fifteen grand for the year. That's $41 per day, $1.71 per hour, 24 hours a day. And he owns his home. You know, it's uh, a seldom discussed uh, tax reality. Um, I've heard renters bitch about the fact that homeowners get to deduct the interest from their uh, mortgages, from their income tax. Uh, it being decided by our, our government, our society, that we want to encourage homeownership for various reasons I won't bore you with.
2: But. Many years ago we decided that. We may have uh, decided that's not what we want to do.
1: I right. don't know. On the other hand, the fact that homeowners pay thousands and thousands of dollars of property tax every year and renters don't, let's uh, take a look at that. Balance the scales. Figure out who's paying what. It's a I think amount. you renters, you, uh, you use the roads, huh? You go to the schools. Uh, your hair catches on fire. And the fire department shows up. So if your hair catches on, fire, let's uh, let's have a little equity here. Hmm. Fairness. What about fairness? Uh, let's see. Mark. Good morning, Jack and Joe, or is it Joe and Jack? I never forget. I never. What? Um, uh, I oh, oh, oh he's, he's talking about Martin Luther King a Day and the dream is dead. I suppose I could have saved this for our 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 later special mailbag, but I didn't. I originate mortgages for a living, and in 2018, if you are Hispanic or Latino, I get to ask what kind. Specifically, Mexican, Puerto Rican, Cuban, etc. If you are Asian, there are five options, I believe. The Communist Consumer Financial Protection Bureau now wants to know what kind of blood and where from. Way to go, America. Good luck with that. KTDAB, SUBR, keep the dream alive by separating us by race.
2: It's uh, Mark. Yeah, no is, is that correspondent from Novato a regular correspondent? Um, Novato,
1: California. Uh, his friend is in Novato. Let me see. Oh, okay. Uh, Never mind. How's it come? Uh, well, yeah, it looks familiar. Okay.
2: Well, because I'm hooked on this uh, Grateful Dead song, particularly the John Mayer version of the Grateful Dead, mm. in which they sing. I ducked back into into Novato, or I ducked back into a grotto, or I ducked back into a back door. Mm. And there's been a, a an ongoing argument among Grateful Dead's fans since the 60s as wow. to which it is. Wow. And I just wondered if he knew. Has anybody asked Bob where?
1: I ducked into Novato. You, or is he you not? Comment. You could think you could just ask him and he'd tell you. Or just walk down the streets of San Francisco. You'd probably run into Phil Lash and ask him. <laughs> he'd tell you, "I don't know and I don't care." And keep walking. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, What time is it? Yeah, We're okay. Over the break, I heard Jack wonder on uh, one of the best ofs what it would be like dealing with uh, being dumped in the world of social media. I would suck, I think. (laughs) Navy Tom says, I can tell the story because it doesn't involve me. And while it's not a true breakup, it does highlight the problem. I had two friends who had been dating for two years. The woman went through a near-death experience, and she asked the gent for a break because she needed space to sort it out. I don't know what that means exactly, but you know how relationships. You're on are. the outs means he ain't the one, right? Yeah. <laughs> From well, hang on now. From what I saw while dealing with him, it clearly sucked. They're both highly involved with social media. Each post about a million times a day. To my disgust, for him, all he saw was that she was out there still having a great time because most people don't post bad things they're going through. Sure. To him, this meant that their two years together meant jack and squat. She saw the same thing from her end and came to the same conclusion. Wow. Fortunately for him and her, they share all the same friends because of that. They were able to inform them that each of them was struggling, not being around each other. Each of them was unhappy, and they ought to get in the same space and talk about it. <laughs> they got back together and getting ready to move in together, so all ended well, et cetera.
2: Well, just in general, that whole posting everything like your life is just one big giant smiling party or, or success of academics or work right. is just crazy.
1: Wow, I just had a brilliant idea by my standards. So I'll hang on to it. I'll hit you with it uh, between now and seven o'clock. Navy Tom signs off TDPTDC. Trump doesn't play three-dimensional chess.
0: Sign Navy Tom.
1: Marshall's news next on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: Are you going to tell us your good idea? Is that coming now or is that later? Um,
1: brr, how about that? That uh, six like uh, six forty-seven, six fifty. Right. All right, I'll hang around just for a that. few minutes. Fantastic. I, I like it. I think it maybe it may become a movement. It may become a hashtag. Oh wow! Yeah. Wow, a Joe Getty hashtag. I've a Joe Getty a hashtag. inspired
2: hashtag. I, I don't want the credit. I'm here to help. Um, we don't usually do the really gruesome, grim stories that happen around. Uh, Around in the news, because, uh, well, I don't understand the point of it, but sometimes they they reach the level of getting worldwide recognition yep. like this one. Let's get the news with Marshall Phillips.
0: Well, a California couple's being held on $9 million bail for reportedly keeping their children chained up in deplorable conditions. Around 6 o'clock Sunday morning, a 17-year-old girl managed to grab a phone, escape from the house in Riverside County, and call 911. Investigators arrived shortly after... They say they found 13 children ranging in ages from 2 to 29 malnourished and living in filthy conditions. Some of the kids so malnourished, officials at first believed all of the children were under age, were under 21. Seven of them turned out to be adults. The yeah. oldest again, 29 years old. Oh my God, they were imprisoned yeah, like, they, through yeah. childhood and adult, damn near thirty, and they seemed
2: they thought they were children because they were so tiny. Yes, um, this is nightmare. Oh, it is! It is absolutely horror movie level stuff, and right. we're going to get a, a live report on that in about a half an hour. And my wife and, and I told my wife last night. I said, "We, I hate these stories. We don't usually do them. I don't think there's any value in it. I, I understand a man's inhumanity to man that it exists. I don't need to hear it." And my wife made an argument for why it's worth hearing that i'll pass it because she used to work with abused kids Oh right Mm -hmm. and she made an argument for why we should hear these stories and i'll pass that along in about a half an
1: hour yeah now the random stabbing that a lot of radio news tv news just revels in anytime there's blood they're just they always bring it to you every morning you hear about man's inhumanity to man and we're not going to do that but you know there are times that it, it serves a purpose
0: the war of words over President Trump's alleged use of vulgarity during DACA talks shows no signs of slowing down. Those
2: is- countries
0: are assholes. Let's oh, keep that oh, in no. mind. Racism. Let's keep Racism. that in mind.
2: You're right. The the, the the Most of the news is referring to the racist comments as, as if that's a completely agreed
0: upon it's by everyone.
2: It's, it's, it's not even a question. Clearly.
0: Now the president is taking direct aim at a Democratic senator for claiming he made those disparaging remarks about Haiti and African countries. Illinois Senator Dick Durbin, though, is standing by his remarks.
2: When he denied saying it, uh, I felt duty-bound to clarify what actually happened.
1: Did he say duty-bound or duty-bound? Those countries are duty holes, huh? So you're trying to tie in or what? I don't, I don't get it. On, God, this is so overblown. On Twitter. The president is a profane, loudmouthed, frequently dope. Let's get over it. It's all being played for political advantage,
0: including you and the liberal media marshal. Well, what about Trump on Twitter? He continues to attack Durbin, saying, uh, oh, he even came up with a new mocking nickname for Durbin. Oh, good, good, good. Senator Dickie Durbin. Totally yeah. misrepresented. Dickie.
2: Dickie. I, most of his nicknames, I don't understand how there is slur. Well, he's not even that great at it. Little Marco, he's shorter than you. So okay,
0: that makes him worse, <laughs> clearly.
3: Yeah.
0: Senator Dickie Durbin totally misrepresented what was said at the DACA meeting. Deals can't get made when there is no trust. Durbin blew DACA and is hurting our military now. That was Trump's tweet yesterday. We gotta
2: play the clips from some of the Republicans uh, claiming they didn't hear it, which is pretty hilarious. Well, they don't recall that was it. <laughs> Uh, a lot of things were said. I don't, I don't know. I, I, would, I would, I honest to God, wouldn't think it was that big a deal if I was in the room. Uh, obviously, I would, I would be wrong because it's turned out to be a pretty big deal, but it wouldn't have struck me as that big a deal. But I would, I would have
1: thought, Oh shit, that's pretty big.
2: a <laughs> pretty big deal. Wow. <laughs> uh,
1: I tell you this, though, this is one of the great co- conceits of the fake outrage that is now the national pastime. Acting as if a private conversation is equal to a public pronouncement which has never been true and never will be true. You know, we might uh, be having an argument about who knows what, management or a salesperson or or an engineer or something like that and and we're talking about it behind closed doors right. and say something kind of rough. But then when it comes time to deal with them, you're not you're not going to say that publicly because that would just be rude. That's the way human beings have always behaved. Let's quit pretending otherwise.
0: All right, first Hawaii, now Japan. Japan's public broadcaster mistakenly sent an alert today.
2: Godzilla is attacking! Godzilla is attacking!
0: (laughs) The alert warned citizens of a North Korean missile launch and urging them to seek immediate shelter, then had to retract it minutes later. Days after a similar error in Hawaii... It was was Mothra. It was actually Mothra. NHKTV issuing the message today on its Internet and mobile news sites, as well as on Twitter saying North Korea appeared to have fired a missile at Japan and said the government was telling all people to take shelter immediately. NHK. What was the turtle? Well, that was Gamera.
1: Gamera! Save us, Gamera! I don't know Gamera's act. Oh, yeah. He's like a flying turtle. He'd spin around and shoot fire out of his leg holes. Oh, I got to show those movies to my kids. Oh, they're great. Out of his leg holes. How did they land on a moth
2: as one of the beasts? I, I,
0: I
1: don't know. They had one around at the studio, I guess. Hey, here's a dead moth. Let's put that on camera real close to the camera. Make it look huge. Zoom in. Put it in front of this model of a, the, the railway station.
0: Apple's app store set to eclipse Hollywood. Revenue will overtake global box office revenues this year. That is the headline. How long will old people continue to treat the weekly box office from the
2: movies thing as a thing when you've got so many other entertainment venues that are bigger than that? right? Right.
0: The uh, number of mobile device research companies are predicting that people are going to spend $100 million a day on apps by the end Whoa, of this year. That's
1: amazing. I tell you what, I would much rather spend an hour on the show talking about the, the 10 best apps of the year. Than the
3: friggin' Oscars. That's certainly more useful to me. Well, right, yeah. yeah. And the other thing to consider, and it's more significant in every way. When you hear these dollar amounts for the the sum total of apps, that apps generally cost less than ten bucks. I mean, it's rare oh, sure. when you oh, find yeah. an app that's yeah. more than yeah. that. Sure. Yeah. So the
0: market is huge and getting huger. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips here. I'm starting Getty Show, the voice of the West,
2: and another entertainment venue that's shrinking the NFL. The playoff ratings oh, for the weekend right. were down around ten percent from last year. Wow. Yeah, there's some I'm,
1: barn burner finishes too.
2: Yeah, I wonder if the Super Bowl is going to take a big step backwards in terms of viewership.
3: How could it not with Jacksonville and Minnesota? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, well, that's what they'll blame it on. But uh, so you've got a hashtag you're going to start? Yeah, I think so. I think it might be good, healthy.
1: I don't want to oversell it, but. It could be the most important thing in America for the next 50 years. Whoa. No, all kidding. right. I'm kidding. Wow, that's something.
2: Stay tuned to the Armstrong. Oh, then we're getting a live report on that horrifying, actually like a horror story story uh, with the family and the kids locked up. That's all coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: This is Armstrong and Getty. The Voice of the West.
0: The Armstrong and Getty Show. Another scandal here came out that Trump allegedly had a sexual encounter with adult film star Stormy Daniels in 2006. And get this, she says that he chased her around in his hotel room in his Tidy Whitey's. (laughs) Which is interesting because Tidy Whitey is Mike Pence's Secret Service codename
1: howdy he has landed. He's walking into the East Wing right now. Hello,
2: Mr. President. Interesting turn on that joke. It, It fit in with what I was thinking during that. When that story broke over the weekend, if you heard it, that uh, the Trump people paid this uh, porn star a bunch of money to not go on the National Enquirer. Right. They, they paid her more than the National Enquirer was going to pay her. That's basically what it came down to. Okay. Fair uh, enough. Um, uh, I don't think anybody thought, no, that can't be true, or anything like that. Everybody Trump just, with a porn star? <laughs> I think everybody just assumed, oh, yeah, I'm sure yeah, that happened. Yeah, and, that probably happened. And I'm yeah. sure they paid her enough so she wouldn't tell the story. And so, Yeah, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah think, I heard a
1: I think, post th- that, well, how crazy would Republicans be going if there was credible information that, Bill Clinton had done this before the... Of course, that was a different time. Uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah. say uh, O'Halloran runs again. If he he does that, uh, you know, how crazy would Republicans go? I well,
2: don't know. The governor of Missouri is about to get booted out for having an affair. Oh, yeah? yeah a consensual affair. Okay. And um, But, you know, in some places still don't put up with that sort of thing. Yeah, but but tr- I just... Well even Jimmy Fallon there his joke wasn't about that he turned it into a joke about oh my that's right, because right. the Trump had sex with a porn star and paid her to keep quiet just isn't that surprising to anybody i don't think yeah i'm sure he did
1: while he was married and that's the kind of guy i assumed he was so yeah he swaps in his wife for a new hot euro once in a while yeah i, I don't i'm not down with it i don't no, like it I but think, it's, uh, no. it's clearly true I, I don't even. Yeah. Do, I don't even. All right. More importantly, because this is probably the most important thing we'll ever do on the show. Not to oversell it, but it will change history. <laughs> but I don't want to overblow it. So just just in preparation for this, I flipped through um, you know the interwebs and found just confirmation after confirmation of what we already know. That you log on to Facebook in particular, and it makes you feel miserable. Generally, you come away depressed. Uh, positive, Sean. I, I quoted you to. Uh, one of my kids yesterday, I got to tell you about Christmas Junior. We're having Christmas Junior at my house. My two big kids could come home finally. And so we're having a, a second Christmas. It's been absolutely Did you get a fabulous. tree and everything? I uh, left, left it all up. Oh, And really? the neighbors Just are starting to talk. Yes, we know our decorations are still up. It's for a reason, you nosy bastards. Anyway, um, but, but Positive Sean has informed us, uh, quoted to us, that comparison is the thief of joy. It's absolutely true. No matter how much you have, there's always somebody with more, and you will you will be unhappy because you don't have what they have. Even if you if you focused on your own life, you would find it was full of joy and, and happiness. Comparison is the thief of joy, and Facebook is the king of comparison. There's plenty of people probably looking at
3: your life thinking, if I had what they have, then I'd be happy. Oh, right. Right. Did you tell them about my Stevie Wonder theory too? You no. Know, or...
1: You know what? That didn't come up, you <laughs> lunatic. Anyway. Anyway, here it is. And, and part of the, th- the the reason is, and we talked about this very briefly earlier, that everybody posts this incredibly idealized version of themselves. All engagement rings and glamorous vacations and laughter and, and gatherings of friends and the rest of it. Here it is. Hashtag post everything for 24 hours. Everybody listening and get all your friends involved. Post like th- 50 things today post waiting in line and being bored post your sh- a picture of your shoe this shoe hurts post I'm really unsatisfied in my job uh, well that one might be a little hazardous but if you can get away with it do it post you know if you don't want to disclose too much post my child is really unhappy in high school and I worry about her all the time post freaking everything I think it'd be healthy I think we'd all just be reminded of something, that that there isn't a princess living next door. You know, we're all humans. It all is, you know, mostly labor interrupted sometimes by pain and sometimes by happy stuff.
2: Most normal people, I think, um, uh, used to mock those Christmas cards that people would put out where they'd do their, their list of everything that went fantastic in their lives. Yeah, laundry list of achievements and joys. And now we've decided to do that all day, every day. Wow,
1: that's a really good point. Which is
2: odd. And who's that for? Is
1: that for yourself? Do
2: you does that make you? Yes. Because I'm not on Facebook, but is it does it? If it makes you feel better, maybe there's some value in it. But
1: well, no, 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 no. It's chasing feeling better and always feeling worse. It's it's chasing the approval and the likes and the whatever, the retweets or what have you on Twitter, uh, chasing that, but always feeling
3: unfulfilled and hollow. And I've I experienced this, too, where I'll, I'll have friends who will tweet out like a funny joke or post something clever or touching that they they want on Facebook, and they, they like the moment, they wanted to share that moment, but if that moment being shared doesn't get the responses or doesn't get the likes, now all of a sudden that's what they're thinking. Oh, well, how come people aren't... Yeah. Yeah, why, why is it that and meanwhile you just had this beautiful thing or you just you just wrote this brilliant joke like be happy with the thing that you made not with the thing that the lack of response to it.
1: It's so much like uh, you know doing coke or whatever to, to feel better and it ends up you know ruining your life making you feel miserable whatever depending on your circumstance Facebook is effing evil. And, and I know what you're saying. You say, th- well, it's a nice way to reconnect with friends and blah, blah, blah. You're absolutely Have right. affairs with old high school lovers. Right. For instance, um, you're absolutely right about that. But you ever heard the phrase making a deal with the devil? The devil gives you something. He, he, he makes you play great guitar down there at the crossroads or, or whatever. It gives you riches or whatever you want in whatever parable or fable or Bible story you prefer. You get something out of it. Oh, oh, but then you're ruined. Completely ruined. I'm telling you, Facebook is effing evil.
2: Yeah, we've got a couple that we know, um, and my wife, you know, she's on Facebook, so that you, you get put together. and And she saw this 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 married couple. She saw this woman with some other dude, and that's how we found out that they split up. This couple that we know, because hmm. she's on Facebook with this. That just seems like a weird way to find this stuff out. Yeah, and being all happy. Like you know, with this new dude, which is just too way too shocking. For it, it, that's not the way it used to work. You right. might you might hear, or they might tell you, or we, we split up, or and you have
1: it. to work through stuff.
2: Uh, yeah, but yeah. just just to see the picture of them happy with new
1: people's like, ah, what's going on there, and the kids and our kids and what ah, I don't know. <laughs> right, right. So, what do you think of the post everything idea? Shay is brilliant.
3: Somebody, I like she. it. Thanks, Sean. I really do. Like, hey, two thumbs up th- from Anton, the executive producer. I'm probably going to do it. I mean, I hey, I'm not the only one with two hampers of laundry that I have been putting off for a week. <laughs> How about <laughs> some sort of hashtag
1: real life or something like that? I like that hashtag real life. That's even better. My concept, though. Remember that <laughs> hashtag. Constantly comparing myself boy, with others' achievements. Boy, the my kid is an average student and uh,
2: and 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 has bad skin. Yeah. I mean would be you know would be a lot more helpful than than the idea that everybody else's kid is a straight a student and having the time of their life yeah
1: <laughs> if your kid is not yeah that's a good one. it's you know post a picture of you and your spouse saying you know some days marriage is tough, some days we don't like each other, but we fight through it, you know if you're willing to be that honest um I'm not on Facebook judy is um but um. What are you doing? Oh
2: posting everything.
1: Uh, no, it's tomorrow. We're going to oh, do gonna it tomorrow. Get, get out. Get started. It's trial run. Hashtag I work with an idiot. Hashtag real life. I like it. Hmm. Let's get this going tomorrow. We'll publicize it. Hi, everybody. I actually um, could
2: see this catching on. Not, not in reality as much as is in theory. This is the sort of thing I could see them talking about on the
1: Today Show. Right. And people feel joyful about that. For about a day, then go back to feeling right. hollow.
2: A well-known radio show has come up with the idea of hashtag real life, in which we, I can see we that we got to write that
1: out and, write that up and put out a press release. Get it to Matt Lauer. That's the way it works. Whoever. I don't know if you've heard about Matt Lauer, speaking <laughs> of social media, but uh, he's not there anymore. Turns out he was a little gropey. And, and sees Ansari, Aziz Ansari, wasn't, yet has been publicly humiliated or uh, something? This, this,
2: a lot of people see this as the, the example of how we've gone too far. A mm. whole bunch of uh, commentators, writers saying that. I got a collection of
1: that. All right, but before we get to that, we have to, in a tasteful and restrained way, uh, get you up to date on the story of the day, the utterly horrific imprisoned children slash young adults. Riverside County, California, uh, with Alex Stone in a moment or two, plus reactions from the neighbors, which is telling.
2: Yeah, it's pretty awful. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.